Hey y'all, hey, it is Joy and it's the Joy of Social Work Podcast, of course it is. How is everybody doing? I hope you are doing fantabulous because I am and that's weird because the last like year and some change has been rough, but it's nice to not feel shitty for lack of a better word. You know, I feel like sometimes curses are the ways that you need to describe your feelings. And I don't feel shitty right now. And that is a good thing for me. And so that's the word I'm going to use. I don't feel shitty. I feel pretty good. Um, I believe I said this on the last episode, but I just came back from Jamaica. So it is Friday. It's like four in the morning on Friday. I got back on Wednesday evening. Had such an amazing time. Brought up a lot of things, which is what this episode is about to be about. But I had a really, really, really great time. I got a good tan. I'm now peeling, which is not the good part. Uh, But, you know, I really enjoyed myself. It was much, much, much needed. Every night I made a plan to go out and do something. Every night I fell asleep. One night I fell asleep at dinner. Like, it was pretty embarrassing. You know when you don't know you're sleeping until you wake up? It was one of those sleeps. Like, I was like, oh, I was I was not awake. I was I was not. I was not awake. But, yeah, I'm yawning, so clearly I'm not that well rested. But, you know, I really, it was definitely what I needed when I needed it. I'm so glad that I went. Um... Yeah, it was a really good time. I stayed at the Hyatt Zolara in the the Hyatt Zolara Rose Hill, which is in Montego Bay. It was a really nice resort. Every it was all inclusive. The staff was really nice. The food was good. I feel I am a little low because I'm trying to plug in this computer so it doesn't die. Hold on one second. Uh, the staff was nice. Food was good. The rooms were nice. Pretty big. Beds were comfortable. Nice bathroom. Like, what do people look for in a hotel? Nice pool. The ocean was a little rocky. I'm also not not an ocean person because I think that animals are going to come and get me. uh, So I stay away from it. But everything was really nice. What was that noise? Oh, that's the dryer. I was like, what is that? I'm going to run. Always something going on in my life. Always, always. As soon as I push record, it's like things start falling, things start moving, things start doing things. Always a thing. Uh, But yeah, so good time, good time, good time. This is, I also mentioned in my last episode, I want to say vlog, and I don't know why, because I do not vlog. In the last episode, I talked about moving, and I said that my next episode, this one, would be uh, me in the Bronx, but it's not. This is my last night in Brooklyn. Boo, or not boo, maybe it's yay, I don't know. I have, I decided to stay here tonight. It's kind of like a last night of spending the night, a goodbye to the space, kind of a, a goodbye to my relationship, which is, I don't, I don't know how you say goodbye to a relationship like that, um, you know, I probably will I will come and visit, but I don't think I will ever sleep here again. And it's like kind of weirdish, uh, but I think it's also necessary for me in this process of moving on and moving forward and 
and really trying to be happy. I think there are some feelings that people have about it, uh, but I can't stop the way people feel about things, and it is my decision. I have to do what's best for me. You know, I think that I've lived a lot of life pleasing people and doing things that other people think I should do, and this is something that I've I stand very firmly on, and I have to do for me to allow me to be the best me that I can be and that I need to be. Because, like I said, it's been it's been it's it's been longer than a rough you know it's been a rough year. It's been a rough eight years, you know. Um, so that's that. Last episode in Brooklyn. I wonder if like the sound will be the same. I feel like it might be, and I'm thinking too much. But anywho, so this episode has a name. Don't know what it is right now, but it will be a name of something related to what I'm about to talk about. So I feel like whether you believe in God or you just believe in a higher being or the universe or whatever it is, I feel like we are all put through tests. And I think that some of us, if not all of us, are given the same test multiple times to see if we react differently to it. So whether that is you are tested with the same kind of co-workers, you're tested with the same kind of partner in a relationship, you're tested with the same kind of friends, you're tested with the same kind of like gossiping or whatever it is. I feel like we're all put through certain experiences more than once to see how we will react. Like there's even times that I think that I'm tested with death to see what I'm going to do next, how I'm going to cope from it, how I'm going to get past it, what I'm, like what's going to be my next move. And maybe that's not real. Uh, but sometimes I do think like, hmm, maybe this time I'm I'm doing better than before. I've, I've not like eating myself into a million pounds or uh, developed any kind of addiction. You know, like things that I think that I've used in the past to cope. I don't really think I am. Like, I'm not saying, like, I don't drink and I don't eat, but I don't feel like it's to the extent that it was. It it had been in the past, like, when my parents died. Um... So, you know, I'm talking about it. I'm with you guys. I'm talking about it in therapy. I'm talking about it with my friends. I'm talking about my family, which is, I think, is something different. Um, And even though, like, sometimes you have those conversations with those people and it's not helpful, you know, I think some of the most unhelpful conversations I have are when I'm telling someone I feel a thing and they tell me don't feel a thing, you know, but. At least I know that I'm I'm saying something and I'm and I'm not holding it in. So anyway, so I feel like you're tested with these things and I feel like in Jamaica I was tested with something that I haven't really experienced or dealt with in about 20 years. And I felt like, you know, of course like after it and I was able to like process and think about what had gone on, I was like, "Oh my god." Am I being put through this because I really haven't moved past this thing in life? And so what it was is in, I'm like, do I start from present and then go back? Do I start from the back and then go present? I'll go back. So 
in seventh and eighth grade. Well, pause. And from like second grade, maybe even first. From young, like first or second grade was when boys started calling me fat and ugly. Now, all of my life, I've never really had issues with girls, which like most of my friends are girls. I have one male friend who's not who I like say is like the male friend that I've made on my own, not someone that's someone else's boyfriend or husband. Like he is a friend that I have that is a male. And then I have a gang of girlfriends. Um, so I've, you know, and of course, like now at almost 34, I've had issues with women. But for a while, I probably wasn't even until, like I had one issue in high school and it probably wasn't until college that I had, real conflict with girls um like girls have always been like my, my support system and I've always felt like girls should be each other's support system and they should ride for each other and they should be there for each other and I still feel like that you know I feel like my my friends are probably the most important thing to me and when our and I, I know that I've said this before when our relationships are shaky it bothers me because you know, I, I, I depend a lot on on these relationships to to keep some kind of balance in my life and some kind of like saintness for the crazy that is joy. So in a, in the like from first, second, whatever grade up until I don't know, yesterday, <laughs> maybe not quite yesterday, but you know, whatever. When someone's wanted to offend me, they've called me fat and ugly. And I've talked about, I did a whole episode about, like, weight and stuff. Um, so this is not new if you've listened to that episode. So in the seventh and eighth grade, I felt like in order to not be ugly, I had to be, like, sexy. Now, I am... Like I said, I'll be 34 next month. Shout out to all my Leos out there, my fellow Leos. And our Leo season's coming. Um, I felt like I don't know. I don't know what sexy really is. I don't think that I am sexy. I don't really try. I'm like, if somebody's like, oh, you look sexy. I'm like, say what? Because I don't even really know that I know what that is. So, but I felt like as a, as a kid, because 12 and 13 is a kid. I felt like I needed to wear a short skirt or like unbutton my shirt, maybe one button less than it should be buttoned to be appropriate for school. Or like if a boy wanted to like touch my butt, like it would be okay. Or if he wanted to like touch my boobs, it was okay because then maybe if he did these things, then he would like me. And like 12 and 13 year old boys touch boobs and butts because their boobs and butts, not necessarily because they have any interest in you. But at 12 and 13, I necessarily know that. Sometimes I act like I don't know that now. But, you know, that was the thing. So I felt like I needed to be something that I wasn't really comfortable with in order to be liked and to be wanted and desired and that sounds weird as I'm talking about it and it's something that was like 20 years ago because I don't think I really wanted to be wanted and desired. I think I wanted a boyfriend. I wanted boys to like me and not think that I was fat and ugly. I wanted them to think that I was pretty like the way they thought that my friends were. 
And that was never really the case until ever. (laughs) Maybe when I think of those boys. But whatever. So fast forward 20 years. I'm in Jamaica. I'm feeling good. You know, like my summer body is what it is. Did I lose weight for Jamaica? Nope. I ate like 10 salads and some vegetables. I always drink water. So like that wasn't necessarily something I needed to do. But I went to the gym once and I didn't really go hard. I bought bathing suits that fit my body. So it wasn't like like I had a small bathing suit and and an extra large body. Like that wasn't the situation. So I just needed to put on my clothes and go. And I, you know, bought really cute swimsuits. If you want to see them, they're on my Instagram. I will give it to you this one time in this one episode. It is at Lioness Goes Raw. And this is a slight pause, but I know at some point I'm going to need to change my Instagram to the joy of social work. But, you know, Lioness Goes Grower is like just such a, it was my first social media name. And I'm like, I don't want to get rid of it and be a real adult. <sighs> but I guess at some point I will because people use like their real names. And I'm like, oh, I should use my real name or the joy of social work. And that Lioness Goes Roar, but... I just love it. But anywho. uh, Oh, yeah. So, you know, I felt good. Felt good about myself. Felt confident, you know. And I think that in the episode where I talked about weight, I talked about having low self-esteem for many years and really not, probably not liking myself till I was maybe like 28, which is not that long ago. But like being fine, you know, like feeling fine, feeling good. And I think what fucked me up (laughs) Was like the anticipation of like, well, I'm going to Jamaica and they like big girls. So somebody going to like me. And when that didn't happen, day one, day two, day three, I was like freaking out. Not, and, I, and, and I used freaking out real, like that's an extreme, extreme, extreme um, statement because I was not freaking out. But it, it definitely made me feel away. Because, I mean, men would come up to us and say, like, oh, I like a woman with meat. And I think I got a lot of meat. <laughs> but I don't know what was, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, they wasn't checking until, like, the last, the, the end. And it was this old man who probably got a whole family because there's a woman in his WhatsApp picture. But anyway. Not, 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 not really, not neither here or there, because that that brings me into like, you know, I'm at a stage where I don't necessarily like these days that I really want to be in a relationship, which is probably why I, I shouldn't be in a relationship, and in these days that I want nothing to do with being in a relationship, and I'm at a point where I think sometimes I am lonely. And there's sometimes I like, and I know that I've said this, I like just want to hug. I just want somebody to talk to. I want like a friend or something. Somebody that is not my friends who are probably like, if this bitch texts me one more time about the same shit. You know, like I, I like want to give them a little bit of a break and be able to like lean a little bit on somebody else. And it and it's like can get discouraging when you feel like that's not a thing. Or for me, and I'll, and I'll speak in I statements, I felt discouraged. I felt, maybe I felt insecure. Like, I don't really want to call it that, but maybe that's really what it was. Like, I felt 
undesirable in that moment. And then I and then I thought about like you know and like then the then the times that in Jamaica when a man would like hit on me or say something, it was like, Oh, you have a nice body or you have a nice you have nice lips. And and those are things that disgust me on a regular day because I feel like don't compliment my physical appearance because that is not what I want you to like me for or want me for. Like everybody think like when you get in a relationship, you meet somebody, of course you're like you want that person to be attractive to you want to be attracted to that person. But you telling me like I got a nice body and nice lips is not a turn on for me. Like I'm disgusted, I'm throwing up in my mouth. Like leave me alone. Please right now stop talking to me. So when those kinds of things would happen in in the moment I'd be like, oh yeah, thank you. And then I think about it and I'm like, why are you okay with that? Like, that is not you. That is not what you want. And, you know, and like, you know, I have a, a gang of friends who was out here rooting for me to like go and get my groove back and go, you know, have this like wild and crazy time in Jamaica. And that is where I like at some point was entertaining it. I feel like it's so not me. Because I feel like I want something deeper. And where having sex doesn't necessarily mean you... Not having sex doesn't doesn't necessarily mean someone's going to marry you. Or having sex doesn't necessarily mean someone will think you're a hoe or whatever the case may be. But I feel like I don't want to just be having sex and meeting people and letting people like... Like doing stuff with folks just to do it for the sense of doing it. And then... At the end of the day, still feeling alone with no one to talk to and no one to really have a sense of companionship with. And so I felt like Jamaica tested me and putting me through like, oh, yeah, you thought what you had gone through at as a as an early teen was gone. But like, oh, here you are faced with this feeling of like no one likes you. And now what? And like, oh, are, are you going to let someone like look at your boobs or touch your butt just to be light. Like, is that what you're really about to do? And like, you know, being totally transparent, there was somebody who like did touch my butt. And I was like, in the moment, I didn't even say anything because I was like, huh, this is funny. And, and, but like now my ass is like, oh, that was so stupid. Why would you do that? But I feel like it was like falling into the trap and the test of like, oh, if I want somebody to like me, I got to do X, Y, and Z things. And it's like, do I need to think better of myself? Do I need to like reevaluate what being alone means, what being single means? What do I really want from people? You know, like all of this stuff, which is like, brings me to like the other point of this is, you know, I think sometimes people think therapy and talking to someone is really about, oh, I'm going through a hard time and I need to process it or I need to cry or I need whatever. But it's really, there are things that have happened in all of our lives. You could have the best life, be rich, be living your best, 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 best life right now. But there was something that has shaped that good bad or indifferent there's something that shaped that that talking to someone who is not a family member who is not a friend who is a complete stranger with no judgments might be helpful to do 
you know, this is something that I haven't really experienced in 20 years that clearly I thought I was over. Like, oh, I don't need to seek attention, seek that kind of attention from men anymore because I'm like confident with myself and I believe in myself and I love myself and all of this stuff. And then I found myself letting someone touch my butt and being like, this is probably not okay. This is not the image you want to put out there. This is not who you want to be. So why are you doing this? And really trying to come back to like, who am I? And like all of this. And like, this is something obviously I will process with my therapist But I think that, like, for us as a people, whoever the people who are listening to this, like, like, talk to someone about the things you've gone through. Like I said, good, bad, or indifferent. Some of us have a lot of trauma. Some of us have had things that we've never told anyone has happened to us. And all you need is that one person to be a supportive listening ear for you to be like, oh, man, that wasn't so bad to talk about. Or maybe it will be bad to talk about because no one, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say that every time you go to therapy, you feel amazing and refreshed and like a weight lifted off your shoulders. Sometimes you feel worse because sometimes you're bringing up stuff that you have not talked about or you've not gotten that kind of reaction from. And now you really have to do the work. And you really have to like move, like you have to move. Like once you once you say like, hey, this happened to me or I experienced this or whatever the case may be, or I feel this, or, I think this, I want to do this to myself. Now you have to like, what's next? It's not about just sitting and talking to somebody and then going away and not ever doing anything on your part. Like the work is with you and, and within you. And it makes me really go, you know, I've the the I've I really have restarted therapy four times. One time, the first time I've I've gone was when my dad died, and then I spent most of the time talking about my relationship with my sister because I didn't want to talk about my dad my dad being dead. That was too much for me because I wasn't really ready, but I felt like I needed to go to therapy because that's what you're supposed to do. And I was in social work school, and I was like, well, I can't tell people to go the therapy and I don't go and I'm a therapist or I'm an aspiring therapist the second time was because I knew my mom was gonna die but I hated my therapist and like and I think she hated me and it was a terrible relationship and what I should have done was just left and found someone different but we continued to make each other miserable with this terrible ass relationship so when my mom did die I remember wanting to go to therapy just to tell her I didn't cancel this appointment for anything. It's because my mother died. Like, to be nasty to her. You know, like, again, unhealthy relationship, bad situation. Then I did, like, a program through my job. So this is another thing. You know, I talk about, like, check with your insurance company about what they offer in, in terms of mental health services. But some jobs also offer a program called EAP, which is Employee Assistant Program, I think. I think that's what it stands for. But it's like free therapy through your job. So like there's a person who is not a coworker, but is like contracted through your agency or through your organization to provide mental health services for employees so that you can be a better employee because you're getting your mental health care taken care of, like, which is amazing. So I did that. And in that, in that, I realized that I was in an unhealthy relationship. 
because I, she you know, she was asking me like, you know, both my parents had died. She asked me like who my supports were, and I talked about a lot about my friends and some of my family. And she's like, well, who do you live with? And I'm like, oh, my boyfriend at the time, my ex. And she's like, but you didn't mention him as a support. Pause. And I'm like, oh, shit. Because in my mind, I still had to put on this image of like this really good relationship because that's what I had to paint to the world because nobody else believed in it and supported it. And now I'm sitting in front of this person and I felt like butt naked (laughs) with like my terrible relationship on the table and being unable to like really take responsibility for being in something that I knew was not okay. And then I stopped going because I wasn't ready for it, you know? And then to this, this time me, I didn't start therapy right away, but when I started it, I was very consistent with it because I felt like this, what I, I, you know, part of it was like, I need to go to therapy. The other part is like, I need to be consistent. And then we, my therapist and I both came to a point where she was like, you know, I understand why you come every week. I'm not going to tell you you don't need to come every week. But I also think that you are at a place where you're really able to process and you're really able to talk and, and feel and if you want to come every week, come every week. She was like, but I think if you came every other week, I still think you would have good results because you are at a different level. And part of that could be because I'm a social work worker. Part of that could be because I've experienced so much loss. Part of it is like, I just talk hot. I mean, I, and I also have this platform where like, I honestly feel like I am as genuine and real as I can be about stuff that everybody doesn't really talk about to strangers because most people have been taught not to talk about certain things to strangers but I sit here and I like for 30 minutes or whatever and I tell you guys about excuse me it is 4 30 in the morning and I carry on about all of the, the things that are brewing in my mind and so you know, I do think talking through it is helpful. I do think that going to therapy is helpful. I do think that I have been faced with this, this like, what is next? Like, am I just going to be out here living my best life? Which in some, some situations I think means just like meeting people and doing what you want to do when you want to do it. Or am I going to like, try to stay true to like, maybe I don't want to do that because I do want a deeper connection and a deeper relationship. And again, like I said, that doesn't necessarily mean, oh, if I'm like, I am not having sex, somebody's going to be like, oh, let me marry you. Um, But it doesn't mean that it won't. Also, or it might wean out dudes that just want to have sex early in the game. Um, Because... When I think about the type of men that I've attracted in the last year, they've been married or have girlfriends. Honestly. Um, So I don't know if that's a vibe I'm giving off or if that is another test of like, well, what you finna do is you about to like date a married man or date a man with a girlfriend or whatever or are you gonna sit and wait for somebody 
that's for you. Because I'm an only child. I mean, I'm and y'all like you. How are you an only child? And you have a sister. I was raised an only child. My sister's 19 years older than me, so I don't do well with sharing. Sharing is really not my my strong point. I know how to share, but if I ain't got to share, I don't want to share. So, what you know? It, it, is is this is this a test of like what is you, what is you gonna do? Because Jamaica, like I said, Jamaica really brought up a lot of things for me. And it's like, you know, I feel like I'm good with myself. But why do I feel so bad or not about not being wanted? And then, like I said, the person that was like, oh, let me get your phone number. His WhatsApp pictures a whole other woman. A him and another woman who's probably his whole entire wife. So... I'm going to therapies and I'm going to get my life and I'm going to like sort this out because, you know, I need to in in moving on with my life and moving on to the next phase. There might be some dating, hopefully. Um, I still do want a family and I can't be I can't put myself in situations where I'm going to just be hurt trying to. Make a nigga happy. And sorry for using that word, but like that is what it is. Like I'm not gonna. I don't want to do that. I need to make Joy happy. Like Joy needs to be happy at all times. Like even in the bad times, I need to like have some form of happiness because um, I am my most important priority right now. And that's what it is. So yeah. I think that's all I got for y'all. Next episode is coming out August 5th. August is big things. Not really. (laughs) August is my birthday month. Yay! My birthday is August 15th. You know, if you guys want to, like, send me a happy birthday shout out or some money or whatever, you know, whatever you want to do to help this podcast stay afloat. Uh, Birthday is August 15th. Shoot me an email if you want to discuss something. If you've had a similar experience, know someone who's had the joy of social work at gmail.com. Joy with an I. What else? What else? What else? Like I said, if you want to see some bathing suits, they are all from Ari, which is part of American Eagle. My Instagram is at Lioness Goes Roar. I'm moving in the morning and like three hours so I'm gonna take a little nap make sure all my stuff is packed up and I'm headed back to the Bronx y'all back home I'm excited so my takeaway for you guys is if you are a person who is living and breathing on this here earth therapy is a good thing for you and that's it take care be well you guys are the best thank you so much for listening um yeah tell a friend about this share it spread it around let me know what you think take care bye we don't say no